And day 176, since Joe Biden promised he wouldn't abandon Americans behind enemy lines in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, and he did, and it's not looking good. Um, A lot to get to today. I I will tell you to see the mob, the media, in a panic, and and now they're hedging their bets because they put all their eggs in the Joe Biden basket, and it's deteriorating dramatically, so they all want to act like they're you know, Joe Biden fans. We're going to we'll go over all the poll numbers in the course of the show today. Um, look, Biden's weakness and his minor incursion comments are going to be a disaster. That's predictable. Um, I will tell you this, and this is the saddest thing of all. Um, two of New York City's finest, and that means police officers, uh, were shot and, you know, killed over the weekend at a at a apartment complex in new york city and the cop killer kept firing at the wounded officers even as they lay helplessly on the ground in other words basically like an execution all caught on body cam i doubt any any person with a soul would want to watch it um the criminal used an illegal gun handgun a glock uh with a high capacity magazine to kill one of the officers and critically injure his partner, but also then loaded in, uh, a, a, a weapon that he stashed under his bed at the time, according to law enforcement. Anyway, the suspect had been listening to extremist anti-government, anti-police podcasts before attacking the cops, and he continued to shoot at the police officers. And here's the thing. If you go back, and I had the former mayor of New York, Comrade Bill de Blasio, on, it was right at the time, remember, when when cops were being assaulted almost on a daily basis in New York City. This was after the city cut a billion dollars to the their NYPD budget. They were cops. They take big buckets of water, fluid. The cops have no... By the way, you get doused with fluid. Do you have any idea what the fluid is? No, you don't. Uh, this is when they were literally just destroying cop cars. If cop cars showed up in the neighborhood just harassing i mean this was just utter lawlessness anarchy and and the democrats silence on this uh insurrectionist uh activity 574 riots dozens of dead americans thousands of injured cops uh billions in property damage no committee looking into any of this we had a police officer shot in dc last night at least one suspect barricaded nearby house according to the metro police department there a Texas cop was fatally shot during a midnight traffic stop. Uh, there is no routine traffic stop for those people that keep saying that. Uh, sadly, Chicago, typical weekend, an eight-year-old little girl struck with a stray bullet walking with her mom in Chicago. You can't even walk the streets. How do you pursue happiness if you can't walk the streets and you're not safe and secure in your own house, your own home, your own neighborhood? This Houston police deputy was killed early Sunday morning, pulled the guy over and what? Officials described as a brutal attack there. Uh, we now had over 100 carjackings in Philadelphia during the first three weeks of 2022. As a matter of fact, the Daily Mail had a piece. Carjackings are up by 510% in major U.S. cities, Chicago, New York, Philly, New Orleans, all experiencing this type of hike. I mean, it's it's, it's massive. We've never seen anything like it. You've got police under siege um, all around the country. And 
now we have to go back and we have to think and we have to say, huh, how did we get to this point? Now, let's look at the numbers. In 2021, ambush-style attacks against police officers were up a whopping 115%. That's in 2021 compared to 2020. And 2020 was a record-breaking year. So you had 346 officers shot in the line of duty in 2021, according to the National Fraternal Order of Police. Now, there's five states with the highest number shot, Texas, Illinois, California, Georgia. I mean, you know, usually high, high density, uh, population density areas. Um, but that's a lot of people. Uh, and the violence just keeps going on. And why do you think we're here? Because if we would have arrested the people that were out rioting in 2020 in the summer, and we would have used the video footage to arrest them. And in most cases, we never bothered. That's the thing. We have all this video evidence of looting, arson, assault on police officers. We can identify those people. Do you think they ever take the time to arrest? We, we don't. They get away with it. What does that do? That emboldens criminals to keep doing what they're doing. There are no consequences for their behavior. And it's also a direct result of Let's see, defund, dismantle, no bail laws, all supported by the, the radical Democratic Socialist Party. You know, our own vice president, by Joe Biden even said it himself. Will you redirect funds? Yeah, of course I'll redirect funds. Kamala Harris supporting a bail fund, tweeting that out. They're not going to stop. They shouldn't stop. They won't stop. Take, beware. Take note. Beware. What does beware, take note mean? That what, we're going to continue to have rioting? The same people that won't even bring in Nancy Pelosi and the sergeant of arms and the mayor of D.C. <clears throat> Why did after after Donald Trump had to legally and he did authorize calling up guard troops two days before January 6th? Why didn't they bring him up? And if they want it to never happen again, why don't they bring in the speaker and the mayor and the sergeant of arms and the Capitol police chief who asked for and requested troops as well? Why don't they ask those people? Oh, sorry. Why, why, why get to the real answer of a, of a question? Where's the committee investigating all this rioting? Um, you know, it's very, very interesting to watch, you know, after what happened in New York. Obviously, there's a lot of media coverage and outrage and, you know, all the people that were out there reimagine the police, defund the police, dismantle the police, you know, praising the LAPD as Kamala Harris did when they when they cut the police budget, a billion dollar cut for New York City's police budget. Like, for example, in New York, this happens Friday night, this tragic police shooting. You have the public advocate of New York, Jermaine Williams. Now, we found comments from June 30th, 2020. By saying we're hiring additional police officers, I think that's sending the wrong message. After the shooting of these cops on Friday night, these men answered a plea for help. Both risks and one lost their life while trying to protect another New Yorker's safety as countless officers across our city do every day. Uh, the attorney general in April of 2021, we need to talk about the history of policing, which is embedded in racism, going back to the slave trade, the slave code, black code, etc. 
Friday night, all of New York State is mourning tonight. We pray for the safety of our police and communities. You know, and it just it goes on and on. And then if you turn on the TV, fake news, CNN is out there and they're critical of, you know, rising crime coverage, saying that it's overblown. Well, well, tell that to the families of the 346 officers shot in the line of duty last year alone, setting a record from 2020. Talk to the the families of cops that are are involved in these ambush style attacks. That's up 115 percent. I mean, it's unbelievable. 346 officers shot in the line of duty. You know, Fox News, their exaggeration of crime. It's not an exaggeration when the numbers are up and they're up dramatically. And I love how everybody has sings a whole different tune now. New York governor blames the shot from an illegal gun for killing the officers. And the mayor made a comment as well, the new mayor, that's Eric Adams. And and he's blaming gun. He thinks gun control is the answer. New York has already some of the most restrictive gun laws in the entire country. He's demanding assistance from Washington, D.C. to block the constant flow of firearms into the Big Apple. Not talking about legal firearms. And there are so many restrictions on firearms in New York. I know because I own firearms and I live in New York. It's ridiculous. The group Black Lives Matter, their chapter in Washington, D.C., the same group that once chanted pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon, and what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? They're indignant. What do you think they're indignant? They're indignant that the police officers shot in the line of duty are automatically treated as heroes after an officer was shot and wounded Sunday in northwest D.C. Suspects still at large for after opening fire on officers on the streets of D.C.'s uh, Petworth Avenue um, neighborhood uh, and the Metropolitan Police Department said one officer has been shot, not named, suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Black Lives Matter D.C. took the opportunity to promote their anti-cop campaign and warn against the spread of cop agenda. I don't know what the hell that means. Being black in D.C. is is more dangerous than any job. A teen rapper who shot the NYPD cop using his record deal money to pay for bail. How do you shoot a cop and ever get bail? Period. You don't deserve to be on the street and getting bail. You know, how many more cops are going to have to get shot? Who wants to be a cop today? You know, reminder, intentional killings have reached a, a 20 year high, according to the FBI. That's the highest number of law enforcement officers intentionally killed in the line of duty since the terror attacks on September 11th, 2001. Oh, that's not that's that's not something to be alarmed about. You know, oh, Biden. What did Biden say over the summer of 2020? Nothing. They said Democrats said next to nothing. They sat by silently. You know, two killed in a crash, including a, a police officer, and that's in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, you have gang members charged in the slaying of an off-duty officer in Los Angeles. And it goes on every day. And now car- carjacking is on the right. Why is this? Shouldn't be hard to figure out. Because if you're going to be weak on crime, if you're going to dismantle and, and defund the police, if you're going to get rid of bail laws, you're giving a license to go out and steal when you don't arrest people. If they don't, As long as they don't steal over a thousand bucks. What do you think is going to happen? What is the predictable result? Exactly what we see happening. Where is the Congressional Committee on that insurrection? 
that type, these type of attacks against the bravest of the brave. Oh, Hannity, not all cops are good cops. You're right. There's one percent. I said that all during my coverage of uncovering the deep state and their abuse of power and corruption. It's not all FBI. As a matter of fact, most FBI rank and file that I knew were glad and grateful that I covered it because it's not the organization that they signed up for. And they believe in law and order and not, you know, politicizing or criminalizing political differences as now is really going on worse than ever. They believe in equal justice and equal application of our laws. What cop is going to want to arrest somebody knowing the person's getting out five minutes later and it's not going to make a difference? How do you expect stores to stay open if you can steal 950 bucks worth of stuff and you're only going to get a citation? I mean, this is madness. And it's preventable, like everything else in Biden's America. We got a lot of polling we're going to give you today. Uh, none of it good for Joe Biden. Uh, listen to even Chuck Todd at NBC. Our new NBC News poll suggests Mr. Biden does need a reset because he's lost his identity a bit. He's no longer seen as competent and effective. He's no longer seen as a good commander-in-chief or perhaps most damaging as easygoing and likable. In fact, just 5% of adults say Mr. Biden has performed better than expected as president. One of the many lowest firsts and fewests in our poll. And as we kick off our Meet the Midterms coverage heading into November, the NBC News political unit developed what we're calling a midterm meter. It's based on previous election cycles. It's basically three poll numbers you need to know best. I'm gonna start with the perhaps the most important number to understand uh, the direction of the midterms. It's job approval here. The president's job approval rating sitting at 43%. If you look at history, history shows that kind of presidential approval rating leads to a shellacking for the party in power. How about the mood of the nation? Well, let me show you this right now. Our wrong track, nation's on the wrong track number, sitting at 72%. Second poll in a row where we've been over 70%. This is only the third time in our poll's history over 30 years where we've had two tracks that uh, were that off. That, again, would put you in shellacking territory for the party in power. But the one place Democrats are holding up okay is on the question of which party should control Congress. Basically a dead heat, one-point advantage there. But most analysts will tell you Democrats have to be about, up about four or five due to their uh, due to redistricting in order to actually hold the House here. So that puts it in the middle. But as you can see, two of our three most important indexes is sitting in shellacking territory right now for the Democrats. This is a dangerous place for the party and the president to be at the one-year mark of this presidency. Three quarters of you, the American people, believe this country is headed in the wrong direction. 72% of Americans polled believe that. 60% of Americans believe that their family income is falling behind the cost of living. Only 30% believe that they're keeping up, and 7% felt that their incomes are increasing. Okay, probably friends of Joe and Hunter's. 70% of respondents said the nation cannot come together and that its partisan divisions will continue to grow. You can see this now, this movement in Buckhead to separate itself from Atlanta. That, that, that's a real effort, and I, I doubt that's going to be the only one. People have had it, um, and, and, they, and they want it for obvious reasons. Let's see, law and order, safety, security, schools, and lower taxes. You know, you have over 60% of voters saying they don't want Biden. 80 75% don't want him to even run. 
and 72% think he's incompetent. Download Sean Hannity and the breaking news you might have missed today. It's Sean's insider information. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. That career criminal accused of shooting two cops, killing one, leaving the other clinging to life, is now dead, dying from wounds from the incident, according to law enforcement uh, officials. LaShawn McNeil, 47, had been in critical condition after being shot by a third officer after shooting two NYPD officers during a domestic disturbance uh, inside an apartment complex. Uh, He was still clinging to life as of yesterday after undergoing two operations, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, by the way, the convicted felon on probation, drug convictions, his last, you know, the gun was used that, to shoot to the last known address, I guess, was in Allentown. The gun used to shoot the cops stolen from Baltimore in 2017, illegally equipped with high capacity magazine. You know, there was a period in New York when the law was I could only have seven bullets in 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 my magazine. Actually, in the gun, if you have one in the chamber, six in your magazine. And I followed the law because I follow the law because if I break it, they'll put me in jail for the rest of my life. So. Um, you know, remember famously Andrew Cuomo, nobody needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. Nobody needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. Oh, my goodness. They don't know any. The thing is, these guys know nothing about firearms. You know, you'd be surprised at, you know, I, I literally bring in and hire um, police officers to make sure because I have a gun collection. All of my guns are legally compliant with New York law, and the silliness—they're so dumb. You know, almost in every case, it's a cosmetic alteration here or there. That's all it is. It's the same gun, just a cosmetic alteration, and they—they they feel pat themselves on the back, and they feel like they've done something great but is really insane. Um, I'm warning everybody about what's going to happen here. The got okay, so the Pentagon's putting 8500 US troops on high alert in, in in anticipation of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Okay, what what are you planning, Joe? Are you going to you going to send 8500 troops and start war with Russia because you've allowed Putin You've shown such weakness. You didn't even you, didn't, you abandoned Americans. What? Why would Putin believe you're going to protect Ukraine sovereignty? Uh, it's a meaningless statement. The 8,500 U.S. forces placed on heightened alert to do what? What are you planning to do? Because you're not going to go to war with Russia, nor should you. The way to defeat Russia is financially. The way to defeat Putin and Russia is with energy, oil. We should be providing it all to our allies in Western Europe. But you gave Vladimir, your family buddy, all of this, you know, this waiver that allows him to provide the energy to our allies. By the way, at a premium, you're making Russia and Putin hostile actor, hostile regime rich again. 
Great job, Joe. And while we're at it, you might as well take on China, too, because China has every intention. We saw this weekend, what, 39, you know, flights of aircraft, uh, you know, flying a war, warplanes flying over Taiwan airspace. Well, what do you think? What do you think the communist Chinese are planning? They keep saying it. They keep threatening the U.S. in the process. Now, I know that many people want a boycott of the Olympics. I want, listen, I'll be honest. I don't want, the Olympics don't really interest me that much. I like, for the Winter Olympics, I like the hockey. I used to play hockey. And some of the other stuff like ski jumping is like really cool. Curling is interesting for some reason to me, right, Linda? And, you know, downhill racing is interesting. But I'll be interested. Why would we ever give such a repressive regime that is involved in modern day slavery and 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 forced labor and oppression of minorities? And now we know what they did with the virus. Why were we ever would consider doing this? You know, that's on the Olympic Committee. But that's like we're basically talking about like the United Nations and WHO. The World Health Organization was complicit in all things involving hiding and covering up for China. Um, anyway, so that the, the only way to stop Putin is to hit him where it hurts financially. You're not going to go to war with Russia. We're not going to war with Russia. You can't go to war with Russia. You announcing you put 8,500 forces on high alert, heightened alert. Okay, you can send some anti-tank missiles to Ukraine if you want. But you may, he's, you know, Hunter's made money more. Why don't you send Hunter in? He knows the Ukrainians and the Russian oligarchs. He can talk to all the oligarchs. And maybe he can broker a piece. He's made so many millions, maybe he'll actually finally earn some of it with no experience. Anyway, Biden was also, this was in NBC News and also picked up by the Jerusalem Post where I first found it. Biden was ready to lift sanctions on Iran based on the nuclear deal brokered by Russia. Reports over the weekend that Joe Biden was willing to trust a trust a deal brokered by the Russians. Now, if this were Donald Trump as president, we'd start questioning. Now, if Hunter's last name was Trump and not Biden and he let's see, he Joe leveraged a billion dollars to get a prosecutor fired in six hours because the prosecutor is investigating his zero experience son making millions. I'd start questioning the decisions of Joe Biden. Hey, Sean. And then, yeah. I got a question for you. So last week, somebody actually had the tenacity to actually ask a question at the yeah. presser. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden's second. And it was all about zero experience Hunter Biden and what was happening in China. I think it said a lot, quite frankly. I think we should play it. President Biden, on the coronavirus, uh, we're uh, tragically approaching nearly one million Americans who died um, and I'd like to ask you um, why it is during your three and a half hour virtual summit in November with the Chinese president, you didn't press for transparency and also whether that has anything to do with your son's involvement in an investment firm controlled by Chinese state owned entities. The answer is that we did. I did raise the question of transparency. I spent a lot of time with him. And he, uh, the fact is that they're just not they're just not being transparent. Transparency on the coronavirus origins. Yes. And it, you did during yeah. the virtual summit. Is there a reason your press staff was unaware of that? 
And what did you say to well, the Chinese president? And they weren't with me the, whole, the entire time. Look, I made yeah. it clear that clear. I thought that China had an obligation clear. to be more forthcoming on exactly what the source of the virus was and where it came from. That sounds so confidence building. Anyway, so he was willing to make this deal with the Iranians, and they offered an interim nuclear agreement brokered by Russia. Maybe, I'm telling you, the guy to do this whole job, the nexus is, is Hunter Biden. Bring in the former crack addict. Let him handle it. The Iran-backed rebels fired picture. missiles. What's that? You should paint us a picture. A really nice picture. Yeah, a nice picture. P- it's going to look really numbers. nice. Iran-backed rebels fired missiles at Dubai. Can you believe this? The United Arab Emirates intercepted two incoming ballistic missiles. I'm telling you, it's this, this is not going to be good. Russia, not going to be good. After the Olympics with China, that's not looking good for Taiwan either or Hong Kong. Or, and Hong Kong's already been oppressed enough. Biden administration warning they might abandon Americans behind enemy lines in, in Ukraine. The U.S. Embassy in Ukraine warning American citizens that the Biden administration will be unable to help with evacuations from Ukraine in the event of a Russia, well, a minor incursion, a incursion. The announcement came as the State Department on Sunday ordered families and diplomats to evacuate. Uh, and as Biden said, any military action by Russia could come at any time and the U.S. government will not be in a position to evacuate American citizens in such a contingency, so U.S. citizens currently present in Ukraine should plan accordingly. Let me help you out here. If you're in Ukraine or you have some loved one or somebody you care about there, tell them to get the hell out now. There you go. Just Because otherwise, Joe's not going to lift a finger. Another prominent Democratic candidate, Beto Bozo, is begging Joe Biden to stay away from the campaign trail. First, it was Stacey Abrams. She she was busy. She had plans that day. Joe and Kamala were coming into town. Anyway, Beto Bozo is running. He's going to lose uh, against uh, Greg Abbott, who's done a great job as governor of Texas. Anyway, off of failed campaign attempts, Ted Cruz, et cetera, failed presidential bid, said he has no interest in receiving help from Biden. I'm not interested in any national politician. You know why? Because he knows he's toxic. Nearly three-fourths of the American people, NBC News is saying, believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. 60% believe their family income is falling behind the cost of living. Only 30% feel they're barely keeping up. That's not good. Six in ten voters do will not vote for Biden. In other words, not, period. And I'm going to vote for Kamala either. She's in just as big a mess as he is and quagmire as he is. Um, 72% think that the country not only is headed in the wrong direction, they think that Biden is incompetent. Uh, the other thing I'll tell you right now, they don't see him as unifying. And people once people start to not like you and you're in public office, you got a problem. And he's not liked. Then there's fighting within the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders threatening to break with Biden over the failed spending bill. He was asked on Meet the Press if Biden can count on his vote with almost any compromise. He said, absolutely not. Remember, he signed the Bernie-Biden manifesto. Anyways, but to not be seen as competent and then to have a focus group saying that this is a disaster on CBS and this, what do they, what can they point to that's good? And what is everybody concerned about? It's always the same thing. The economy, inflation, higher prices, 
rising crime, the COVID nineteen. How could you how could you have confidence in Joe Biden on COVID when he ran out of tests, ran out of therapeutics? We never had any problem with Trump with these items. You know, Biden's first year, Kamala Harris. There's a whole piece on FoxNews.com. We put it on Hannity.com about her most embarrassing, bizarre media moments. I think it's like eight printed pages. There's so many of them, including the most recent interview that was a disaster. You know, when she had to remind Savannah Guthrie, not exactly the hardest interviewer in the world, that she is the vice president. Then there's a, a Breitbart piece that came out about the infighting of Biden's chief of staff is accused of hiding Biden. Of course he is. And this is where Bill Maher made an interesting comment on Friday. I didn't see the show. I read about it, that they ought to put Biden in a more ceremonial role, because while his first year was not horrible, <laughs> certainly better than the alternative. For some reason, America's lost its face in Joe. Uh, I think that's that's probably Bill Maher at his nicest. That's probably he sees what he's not stupid. He knows this guy's a mess. Liz Cheney lost a straw poll uh, in, let's see, in Wyoming this weekend. No surprise there. Cheney's challenger. I thought she was her challenger was very impressive. Um, so we're watching that. Seven out of ten Americans think the country's on the wrong track. That democracy is under a threat. Democrats you know, are losing in the generic ballot anywhere between five McLaughlin, seven Towery, and 13 Trafalgar. That's how bad that is. Um, but if you lose faith in, you know, what can you point to that Joe did well? That's always going to be interesting. Um, I saw Peter Schweitzer. He's going to be on tomorrow. His new book is out, Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Well, the same thing's happening with Russia and Ukraine. You know, one thing I'm never going to do in my life, Linda, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, you know, do business deals, et cetera. I'm never going to do business with China, Russia, or Ukraine. Hannity, you're being bigoted. No, I'm not. I just don't want, they, they are America. They're hostile regimes that don't like this country. Look what China unleashed on the world. Look what Russia is now doing to the entire world. You know, Ukraine, All every time I look, all I see is corruption. It's unbelievable. You're not, why are you so quiet on that? I'll name another Well, country, I have something Iran. to say, but, you know, it's probably going to be, you know, I'm just going to preface it with it's a little aggressive, but right, at the end of the day. <laughs> no, 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 it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just, it's going to be very uh, hold hard on. for this us. This is a claimer. I'm not responsible for the things that a producer <laughs> says on the show. I have no idea what might come flying out of that mouth that even a pastor would be shocked at. Go ahead. Listen, I'm going to do my best here. In all truth, it's very hard for us to say we're not going to do business with these countries because, unfortunately, we've given a pipeline to Russia allowing us to import oil from an enemy. We buy and make all of our products in China and we ship them in and export very little out. And I just think that overall, if we don't start to get it together and rescue our American citizens and SIV holders in Afghanistan and help the people in Ukraine, the situations only get worse. We got to go back to America made and we got to do it five minutes ago. Uh, we got We should have done that yesterday. The only exactly. the person that was on that was Trump. Um, yes, you know, exactly. Having at the ready eighty five hundred uh, American troops for Ukraine and the border and the conflict and the coming conflict and invasion by Putin. Okay, he's got hundreds of thousands, and he's already pre-positioned all of his military equipment. I don't think he's doing it for fun. 
I think it's obvious what's what's now unfolding. 